After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Down the bitch gang. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs, where here's the thing, you can check the score, hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs, just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all, kept the floor plan, got an all band, y'all seen the block, stop the one hand, and Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts, we're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome in to Five on the Floor Live here on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me, Ethan J. Skolnick, on Five Reasons Sports. we got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. We've got Brian Fonseca. You can follow him at Brian Fonseca. And why? We've got Brady Hawk and Alex Toledo at the game tonight, so look for their coverage on Twitter, we will tell you about our sponsors here in a second. Before we do, we do want to mention Miami Heat are on a winning streak. How the heck has this happened? They beat the Atlanta Hawks again now, 132, 128. We'll get into all the details as we go forward. We always take your super chat comments. So if you have those, we will get to those first. We'll also try to get to as many comments as we can over the course of the show. We are sponsored, as always, by our friends over at Prize Picks. Use the code 5FIBE. Get your initial deposit matched up to $100. PrizePicks.com, the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store. Play two, three, four, five, six players together. Sometimes you just need to remember to put in your picks. I had, I had on, we did prize picks on five. My two top picks today were Sadiq Bay over points and rebounds. That hit early. Uh, and also Kayla Martin over 10 and a half points. That one really hit. Okay, so use the code 5, F-I-B-E, sign up, and then follow us because we're, we're ch- tracking this stuff every day. Let us help you make some money. We'll tell you about our other two sponsors as we go forward. Um, but, but here's the significance of this to me tonight. You give up 43 in the first quarter, but figured out a way to win the game. And look, some of the stuff at the end was sloppy. Uh, I don't know what the heck Tyler's doing there on that turnover. Uh, I don't know. The, the pass that Gabe had to throw to Jimmy <laughs> you got to find a way to inbound better than that. Uh, where and, and, and Bam made a, a key mistake. Okay, so they made mistakes, okay? They also shot the ball extremely well for them tonight. Uh, 55% from three, 53% overall, 87% from the line, and that mattered. Jimmy was 10 of 12 uh, from, from, the, from the free throw line and, and made all the plays late. But to put up 130 tonight, to show something offensively, and then to be able to close with the same group you closed with two games ago. They closed again with Oladipo and Martin with uh, Jimmy, Tyler, and Bam. And those two guys, Oladipo in the second half particularly, but Martin the entire game, was they were tremendous. And I know people are going to focus on Tyler tonight. We have to talk about Tyler. 
Let's get to some of the good, though, tonight. Caleb Martin has now played three really strong games in a row, Greg. And Victor Oladipo looked the best he's looked in six weeks. Well, and here's another big stat. 58-37 was the way that the Heat bench outscored Atlantis. And I think to see the Heat actually have the bench uh, as a point of strength is refreshing because that's not something we've seen often tonight. You see it from Caleb Martin. You see it from Victor Oladipo. Caleb now seems to um, feel comfortable in his role. As I mentioned frequently, Bam talked about him being freer. It's hard to ignore that when now you see him continue to play well, being efficient uh, in his minutes as well, I think is a big part of it because he's able to provide some defense. So I ultimately, this is a good building block two games because it's hard to beat a team twice. You also had some things that didn't go your way. Um, obviously they shot well tonight, but if you just look at the full two game set, there were some bumps along the road, um, but they got those two. They look ahead to Cleveland. It's just, this is a way that they can actually get back in the conversation for that six seed. If Brooklyn continues to fall, that's really the, the goal, right? Is to get that Philly matchup. I feel like that's the sweet spot. So that's what you're aiming for. They get a dub. Um, I hope that the shooting continues. Let's hope that this trend continues to go this direction. Cause that I think can, in, it can inject life into guys that otherwise maybe we're getting tired of this season, tired of the results. And at least tonight they get a dub. Let's stay with the bench here, Brian, because uh, last year, the, the strength of this team was the bench in a lot of ways. It was their depth. Uh, it was even guys like Kyle Lowry played really well with the bench. Obviously, Tyler anchored that bench. They've not found a bench this year. O Oladipo was, uh, you know, had the setback in training camp, comes back, has another setback, comes back, has another setback, uh, hasn't shown the consistency there. And Caleb was not on the bench anymore. And as a result of Lowry's situation, Gabe has not been on the bench. So they haven't really had any of their anchors on the bench. And Struess has kind of hit the wall this year, as we've talked about uh, quite a bit. I mean, even tonight, he did play 22 minutes as a starter. He made a couple of threes. Uh, but they're holding his minutes down now, too, even whether he starts or is off the bench. I, I, I got to think that Eric Spolcher's got to feel better about that in particular, the, the bench thing uh, tonight. That's what you take out of tonight, or I take out of tonight. And you hope it could stick because you're going to need them on this run. Like he clearly solidified his rotation, right? Or at least the guy's going to be playing a lot to some extent. Um, some of us expected to see Haywood Highsmith without Kevin Love playing. We did not. And it seems pretty firm that he's going to rotate nine as he has been lately. So, you know, we didn't see Omer Yurtsevin. We didn't see Jamal Kane. So it's, it's pretty firm, like what he's going to do. And I think, with the bench unit, like that was encouraging. It was also needed because Tyler Hero didn't play particularly well. And I'm sure that's something that we're going to get to, but Oladipo is one of many guys on this roster with, that where you just don't know what you're going to get on a night-to-night -night basis. Uh, but you got the good Oladipo tonight. And if you got this more often, then you could have a larger discussion about how often he should close and things of that nature. And then Caleb Martin, you know, going back to the bench unit and staying there, I thought that was interesting because you had the sort of avenue to start him today if you wanted to. But I think this is his ideal role anyway, to come off the bench, you know, to, you know, come off for, for Jimmy or whomever else, play significant minutes, potentially close if he closes well. And he's somebody that, you know, you're looking at, he's one of the only guys on this roster who you, you're signed or he signed beyond the season that you actually expect as a chance of coming back. 
And it's important because he's going to play this exact role on whatever team you put forth next year. We actually had this conversation on playback today. If you guys are not following us on playback, you should. We had the stream up and we had me and Greg and, and, uh, and Brian and Sean Rochester and Alex Toledo all on there kind of telling stories, but also commenting on the game. But one of the things we talked about was who's most likely besides Jimmy and Bam to be back next year. I said, Caleb Martin, some have said Jovic, uh, and then some have said Depot because Depot has a player option that obviously he can execute to stay. Uh, Greg, I want to talk about one more guy here, and, and then I, I, we'll focus some on Jimmy, and then uh, Tyler's going to be a conversation here at the back end of the podcast. But uh, Duncan Robinson tonight played 17 minutes, was four or five from the field, including three of four from three. He had three free throws, all of which he made, a couple of assists, and was a plus five in a game that they won by two. By the way, that late DeJounte Murray shot, uh, I feel sorry for those who took the heat and gave the points tonight. Uh, Cause that, that blew that up. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't want to go too far down the road with Duncan, but he's like, okay, they haven't had three point shooting all year. And he comes in and he made his shots tonight. He actually played a pretty decent floor game. Yeah. And I think that he's going to get a shot at playing. I think it'll be interesting to see if Kevin love um, gets up to play these Cleveland games against his former team, or if he ends up sitting out because of that contusion in the ribs when he got stepped on. So uh, if we operate as if he may miss those games, uh, then uh, this is a, a really interesting set um, where I think that Caleb um, can really, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I'm sorry. I, I'll, I'll pivot off of it because, but, but we can hear Greg right now, so I apologize. Um, but we can't, we can't hear him. Brian, I, we talk about uh, let, let's switch back to Caleb here for a second, then, okay? And, and the Duncan thing. But one of my frustrations now, as I watch Caleb Martin do what he's doing, is that they did put him in that role he was not suited for for fifty plus games of this season, and it was unfair to him. Uh, it was unfair to the rest of the team. Because I mean, literally, they took a guy. They took a guy out of a position. I mean, a guy who had not been a regular contributor, with the exception of last season, and took him out of what he's good at to force him to do something that was totally ridiculous. Okay, it's, it's like again, I, I mean, it, it, it was it was almost like asking a shortstop to pitch. I mean, it just doesn't. <laughs> it, it, it never really made any sense in that regard. I understand they thought they could get a different style player than PJ Tucker in that position. I was in favor of them re-signing Caleb and letting PJ go if that was the choice because of the tax. But I'm watching this over the past three games and I'm like, what if he had been in this spot all year? How different does this team look? Yeah, and and last year when all this was happening and it was right before the offseason and we were kind of joking like, they're not really going to play Caleb at the four if PJ leaves. This is when it started to get real, like, oh, PJ might actually leave because remember there was a time that PJ Tucker, oh, like, yeah, he's going to, he'll he'll be back in Miami, whatever the case may be. But then it was like he wanted the full mid-level and that whole thing. But with Caleb Martin, it wasn't supposed to turn out this way, in my opinion, in terms of him getting that starting spot, starting out of position unnaturally and then, you know, having to get worn down over the course of the year because that's the thing. You're matched up against a lot of bigger guys. You're having to overcompensate, do a lot more. And it was 50-plus games of that. But, yeah, this is his natural role. This is The contract you sign him to is basically to do this. 
And sometimes he'll close, sometimes he'll have big games, but essentially this is your role. And he's paid like someone who's a rotation guy, uh, not necessarily a starting four. And he shouldn't be because that's not his position. You want him, and on the nights that this is something we saw last year that Jimmy Butler is going to sit out because you know that's going to happen over the course of the year. You want him to start in his spot instead of starting in P.J. Tucker's old spot so that he can replicate some of those things at least, uh, you know, defensively. And he was great tonight, and, you know, it makes you wonder what could have happened. But look, you address the four spot. I think when Kevin Love comes back, you put him right in at the starting lineup and you keep Caleb in this spot ultimately. And I want to say one thing about Kevin Love before we get to our two sponsors, and then we're going to talk about Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler after. But they gave up 130 tonight. Kevin Love didn't play. So the de- I was using 128. So the defensive struggles tonight, not on Kevin Love. Correct. But, but also, I kept saying that what was more important for them than getting a big to play next to Bam was their guards playing at a higher level than they were before. And we see that tonight. Their guards played well with the exception of Tyler. So we'll, we're going to discuss that. But what the, what they got from Depot, Struce made a couple of shots. Duncan Robinson, technically a guard, made some shots. Okay, uh, Gabe, we can discuss D Gabe a little bit further as we go. go. But I, I'm just saying, like, you know, Oladipo having that kind of presence, Caleb Martin moving back to a swing spot off the bench. To me, that was always more important than getting a guy to get rebounds with Bam. I, and, now, Love allows them to play Caleb where he should naturally play. I don't want Shrews as a starter with that group that started tonight, but I, I think we overplayed the love thing. I, I, this to me is their three best players playing well, one of whom did not tonight. Their three best players playing well, and then getting those contributions from their other wings or guards. And that, that's that's where this is after them. All right. Before we go forward, we do want to mention our friend Lynette. She was actually on playback with us today. Insurancebylynette.com. That's insurancebylynette.com, also known as Aggressive Insurance. They got life insurance. They've got car insurance. And if you got a bad driving record, Lynette's the person to go to. She can absolutely help you with that. And a lot more. Renters insurance, so much more at A Aggressive Insurance Agency. Go to her directly. Again, here's the phone number 954 581 8800. That's 954 954- 581-8800. Also want to mention odmpsi.com. That's ODM Performance Solutions. We've always talked about them. Like if you own a business that they can be a consulting company for you. Well, also if you need a job, they can tie you in with high level firms. Okay. So if you look for somebody, like if you're looking to get a good job, this is the place to go right now. Uh, they're looking for a CNI lender, CNI credit, business development officer, branch manager, they work, um, they work there with notable banks, law firms, and even supermarkets nationwide. So reach out to George or Josh. That's at 954-434-0634, 954-434-0634, or just go to odmpsi.com, odmpsi.com, based in the Pembroke Pines area, but they service all three counties, and they basically can connect you with the right employers, or if you're an employer, connect you with the right employees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. 
I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, let's, we're going to talk about Tyler last. Let's get to Jimmy tonight. Uh, thanks for the donation there. Would love her. Do you think Yurt can slide in? I don't think that's the plan right now. I really don't. Um, I, I, they're going to work Yurt in slowly. And right now, Cody Zeller's playing well enough that I don't think they're going to do anything dramatic at the moment. Um, I do want to talk about Jimmy here real quick. Uh, 33 minutes tonight. I'm harping on this, okay, because I asked Eric Spolstra about the balance between giving him enough minutes to get through the stretch so that this team can compete for a regular playoff spot at the same time as getting him to the finish line fresh. He would not acknowledge a minutes restriction, but kind of acknowledged a minutes restriction. Like he basically said, I'm comfortable with where he's at right now. We think we're handling it right. They don't want him to get into the position where he's going to be missing time because inflammation because the IT band situation in his knee. I understand that. I still don't agree with the concept of playing in 33 or 32 when you can play in 35 or 36. I don't know what – I think it makes a bigger difference to the Heat winning for him to play those three minutes than it does make a difference to his health. If he plays those three minutes, I would be playing him 35, 36. These games are too close and you're asking him to save you every night. It's Greg. That's, that's, that's the thing. It's like, you already know the burden that's being put on Jimmy by the the deficiencies of this roster. But now it's basically like, okay, we're going to take you out. Uh, Anyway, start the fourth quarter going to keep you out till five minutes are left. Now it's at five minutes. It was eight minutes. It's six minutes. Now it's five minutes. Meanwhile, leads are shrinking. And then he's got to come in and be perfect, which he almost was tonight. He missed one layup, but otherwise he pretty much was down the stretch. Well, and here's another, here's the thing, as you would say, but I'm going to steal that for this. Uh, In the 13 games prior to tonight for Jimmy Butler in February and March, he's actually averaging 31 minutes uh, and 30 seconds a game. So like, if we're going to really get down to it, you're talking that 33 minute, in the last 13 he's played, they're getting him even less than that. So to, to this point, I think it's an interesting thing because you would expect that he'd be revving up. And it seems like this is a moment where they're actually going in the other direction. And I'm just ex- 
I'm interested to see when they start to accelerate back in the other direction, or is it that fluid that he can just turn that on and start playing heavier minutes as we get closer to the playoffs? It's something to monitor. He looked great tonight. He was efficient tonight. He's Jimmy Butler. Uh, it's encouraging that they got the victory, but the, the minutes thing is a, a little bit of a stumper going down the stretch. Yeah. His, his uh, body control on some of those drives was tremendous tonight. Um, Let's get to it. And we do have a super chat comment. So I want to, I want to get to this one. So Sebastian, sorry, I'm looking up at my computer while I'm, I'm doing this on my phone. The only reason the Vic thing hasn't worked is his knees sent him back every time he starts getting a groove. It's not just the knees. It's, it's, it's just his body in general. He's put, he's put so much stress and to his credit on his body to come back that something's always going to break down. I just, I don't want to say that these games are fool's gold, but I mean, you almost have to look at them as gravy, not expected. It's like, okay, you get a game like this from Vic every couple, every couple of weeks terrific but you can't count on it that's the problem the guy they have to count on in the backcourt is tyler hero he can't seem to put two really strong games together brian that's the thing like i thought he was really good in the first atlanta game he was not really good tonight and it wasn't just the shot it's just there's there's always a play down the stretch now that it's just like how you have that turnover that leads to the Murray basket. I mean, that literally made this a game. I mean, they were, they were about to go up seven potentially, and then it's three. And, and I, I just, I, I am one of Tyler's biggest defenders in a lot of different ways, but it's just, I just want to see the consistency from him. I don't have some of the same criticisms that others do, but the consistency thing I have an issue with. I'm going to try not to get big picture, Tyler, because we did that on playback. And honestly, that should be on the five on the floor feed anyway. So, um, but yeah, I just like, it's the same thing with me. It's like the consistency and it's also being able to give the team what the team needs. And I don't think that's something you get enough from Tyler at times when he has these games like this. Um, he had a couple shots down the stretch, so credit to him because he was sitting at two for nine mm-hmm. for a while. Um, he was able to wake up a little bit offensively in the fourth quarter before, you know, that turnover at the end. But, you know, I'm just at a point where it's like, talk to me in the playoffs. Like, I, you need to see him have a strong playoff series. And even then, he's probably that probably just ups his value and then you do what you got to do in the summer anyway, for being honest. But I think we're at a point now where, you know, this season, not as good as last season in totality, right? Just hasn't been as strong, hasn't been as efficient. Um, people wanted him to shoot more. I wanted him to go to the line more. He's gone to the line less, considerably less, like one full free throw attempt less per 36 minutes than last season. And that's the opposite of what should be happening, honestly. Um, so for me, it's like, let's see what he does down the stretch. Let's see what he does in the playoffs. But I feel like I kind of know where this is headed, I don't know what the end result will be, but I kind of know where this is headed, if that makes sense. Um, so I'm kind of just like bracing for that because we know this gets a lot more interesting uh, when we get to that point of the year. See, Brian, I was with you on the wait till the playoffs thing with him. And even to a degree with Bam, although I don't have quite the same concerns about Bam at this stage. But, but the problem is we were talking about that in the context of the Heat are going to be something between a one and a four seed uh-huh. making a deep yeah. playoff run where Tyler was going to get to prove his worth during that as other heat players have had to do. Right. But this doesn't look like a deep playoff run. It could be a one or two game run if they end up in the play-in. And so to me, the decisions on Tyler should be made now, 
Like in the last like seven, I've made mine. I I know what you're saying, but like you, you and I agree about that. Like coming into the season, it was okay. Let's see what he does in the postseason. He can put up better numbers this year. He can adjust to the starting lineup, but ultimately it's going to come down to the playoffs. But that's what I was expecting them to play 15 plus playoff games. Like I don't expect that anymore. Right. So Greg, I mean, is that, is it fair to say that like this stretch is, is really critical for Tyler, like to be consistent. I, I think ultimately, and I don't even know if it can necessarily save the inevitable in terms of what I think likely will be big roster shakeups. Um, and they likely are to include him. I mean, I hate to just go directly to that place, but I could be wrong. Obviously, there could be a pivot and there could be things beyond the Miami Heat's control that force a pivot. You never know what could happen, but like, Ultimately, I think that they're going to look to try to upgrade the roster and use everything but Jimmy and Bam, right? So that includes Tyler Hero. And I don't think anything's going to happen in the remaining games other than them completely turning this around, which would include them continuing to shoot at the clip that they did tonight, which is more than just what Tyler Hero does. So like, if they do that, and this turns around and they make a playoff run, then the conversation changes. If this is like they lose a tough six-game series in the first round and we know what Tyler is, I just don't know that he's going to build his resume any differently that's going to change where we're ultimately going, as Brian alluded to earlier this summer. May I add something contextually, Ethan, also? Just like in regards to the Tyler Hero thing, it's not just a matter of like he's the problem, but – this is ultimately a business and he just so happens to be your best trade chip in terms of players this summer. Because he's not, because he's not a bad contract. That's the thing. Like right. for all the and he's young. Tyler, the, like the he, extension he, is a reasonable extension for a player with his numbers and his potential. Yeah. Their problem is the Lowry and the Robinson contracts. Like essentially Tyler is going to be satis- is going to be sacrificed potentially to sat to because of uh because because of the fact that they have other bad contracts that they, they that are going to be difficult to move or can only be moved as neutral or negative assets that that's that's the issue here Tyler's yeah. not a neutral or negative asset he's a legitimate asset but they need more consistency from him and it's almost like you know he's too good not to give the usage to but he's he but he still has enough flaws that if you give him the usage, you're probably not going anywhere. That that's that's the you know what I'm saying. That's a bit mm-hmm. of the conundrum here, and um, I, I don't think that this much of this season is his fault. We keep forgetting they have a 28 million dollar point guard who is unplayable for a variety of reasons right now. Like if you're going to point fingers this season, that's where you go first, in my opinion. But still, it's been left to Tyler to basically carry the bend. It's carry the scoring a lot of nights from the guard position. And then also not get torched defensively. Tonight was bad defensively. Like Duncan Robinson significantly outplayed Tyler defensively tonight, I thought. And, and, and so, and that's you know, I mean, no offense to Duncan. I think Duncan deserves a shot. No offense, you're offending. So that's the way that this thing works. All right, that's that's it. We're, we're done. That's it. We 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 have set it up tonight. <laughs> we appreciate it. We will not play back for all games. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.